was told to. Uh, yeah, well, by your wife, yeah. Why is this turning into a podcast about body hair? Why not? <laughs> what else are we going to talk about? I don't know. There isn't a lot of news this week, so. It's a very slow week. Yes. Fortunately, we have a show to talk about. Yes. All right, let's get into this. Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You want people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you imagine yeah. uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally imagine that. I'm no sure one, somebody's written that one too. Pounder with cheese and France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, ale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. I can totally see. I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my, my progeny to you, a mighty Marvel beast. <laughs> but Neil Adams is somewhere going, hmm, it's, uh, it's my time. Uh... <laughs> How do you measure success? Hey, everyone, <laughs> and welcome to Superhero Speak. I'm your host, Dave. You forgot your Valium again, didn't you? This is John. I'm going to say welcome to Puberty Speak. This is JD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, that's 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 about how I'm feeling right now. Excellent. Balls drop. Yes, yes. They finally did. Congratulations. Yes, yes. So, oh, oh, oh. I'm now a man. There's the fire engines going to whatever house got hit by lightning a few minutes ago. <laughs> this is this we, is awesome. We had some tornadoes come through uh, suburban Chicago late last night, early this morning. Wow, this my is, God. Well, you this got is, tornadoes. We got thunderstorms. Thun- lightning storms, not just thunder. I mean, that was, but it must. I, I told you, hit right down the, right down the street. Now I'm hearing fire alarm, or, you know, the, the sirens. So, well, they usually go thunder and lightning usually go hand in hand. Yeah, but this is bad. I mean, you know, there's thunder and lightning storms, and then there's like, you know, the cats are under the table and the house well, is shaking and the lights are flickering. Well, it's, the boy it's, blue and the man in the moon. It's an interesting concept because mm-hmm. thunder is the sound you hear because of the energy that's released from a lightning strike. Which means that the god of thunder is actually the god of lightning. But he actually is the god of thunder and the god of lightning, so it works out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. All right. Enough of that nonsense. How are you guys what doing? nonsense would you like to work with right now? All right. We'll start with you, John. You <laughs> oh, will start god. with your nonsense. How was your nonsense this week? Mm. I, I had my, uh, on Saturday, I went to my first major social function in a year and a half. Went uh-huh. to a f- best friend of mine's wedding. Oh, I thought you went to a rave. No. <laughs> no. Um, do I look that young? Yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, went to a wedding. Felt weird without the mask, but, you know, everybody was supposedly fully vaccinated and everything. It was a very small wedding anyway, and it was it was nice. You know, it just felt weird, though. I kept checking for my mask, and I kept feeling I was kind of naked. <laughs> So, I've, I've been naked at weddings before. I, I know. I, I don't go to those weddings normally. But uh, you should mention that. I've got a story. <laughs> Segwaying really quickly to hear that story. So, coincidentally, it will be in ten days. Yeah, ten days exactly. It'll be my fifteenth wedding anniversary, Ooh. and my one of my ushers 
was a teammate of mine in college and we thought it was really funny because he had this alter ego that he would put on and do like little mock concerts with but he would do it in a speedo and in college that was hilarious so <sighs> we encouraged him to perform it at my wedding i don't drink by the way totally sober so he did and my mother's entire family walked out <laughs> and we didn't speak for and i'm not i'm not exaggerating about this maybe seven or eight years i still don't talk to a lot of them so you did it on purpose because that's a dr- that was a dream of mine when i was married. Uh, you know it's funny i don't know i don't know if any of them listen so i won't go into great detail it was a thing that i was not upset about when it happened because mom had been gone this will be 20 years coming up next month actually that mom's been gone so i wasn't you know totally against the idea i was like huh, that's awesome until one of my aunts yelled at my wife on her wedding day Ooh no and she was and then and i warned them all not to incur the wrath of michelle but they didn't listen so it's been awkward this past decade and a half with some of them so you know Funny you should mention that, because that's when I learned that not everybody finds male nudity funny. (laughs) I learned that. I learned that lesson at my wedding. I find it hilarious because I find it hilarious, too. We are weird looking naked. I'm telling you, this dude, this dude was very, very thin, but he had like wiry muscles. And Uh it was hilarious because he was quite charismatic. Not everybody found it funny. I guess they were wrong. My grandmother, God rest her soul. Just rolled her eyes and said, my grandson's weird and left it at that. But yeah, other people did not, did not take it as well. Gotta love grandparents, man. Yes. They, they know you best and they, they always roll with things. Yes. We also lost our dog last week. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. Trying to focus on the positive. That's uh, my, they, that, that's my week. I guess that's my story. I had nothing cool happen this week. Nothing. Oh, I had a nine, I had eight stake. Well, we had our state tournament series starts in, in Illinois a couple weeks ago for wrestling. It's, we are five months four and a half months behind everyone else we had we had eight state qualifiers which is really good for us we'll see how they do in the state tournament this week wow Uh, our record is 10 if we had everyone healthy we probably had 12 so i'm really happy with the boys we'll see how they wrestle that's what i got going on cool so so speaking of male nudity and weddings i think i've told I think I have no I've idea told where this is going, but I love <laughs> that this is male nudity and weddings. That is the episode title. <laughs> uh, I know I've told the story Ooh, before on the podcast, but I, I, I any opportunity to tell it. It was my wedding day. My father-in-law, God rest his soul, walked my wife down the aisle. God rest her soul, and walked up to the altar. And of course, my father-in-law is trying to take flip the veil over, and he's using one hand. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, and I whisper to him, use both hands, and he like. He shrugged his shoulders, took his other hand out of his pocket, which was holding his pants up, <laughs> flipped the veil. His pants went down around his ankles. <laughs> he gave my wife a kiss, shook my hand, pulled his pants up and walked away. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yes, my my brother-in-law's wife adjusted his pants before... He went down the aisle. She thought she was tightening them, but she was loosening them. I, I'm going to tell my wife this story the second we're off the air because it's great. <laughs> I shoot weddings, which, by the way, it's weird. John, like you're talking about wearing, not wearing masks. I was prepared to, like, wear all kinds of masks. But now the CDC says you don't have to. CDC says you don't have to. And it's hot. So I've been listening. So, But I've never seen that happen before. That's the, awesome. The funniest thing is, like, the he was – my wife's family on the side of the church they were on, they could all see it and they all cracked up laughing. 
and most of the people were, you know, from my family were on the other side of the church, and they could they couldn't see it. Just the people in the first couple rows, like the ushers and 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 like my parents and whatnot. So like they just heard the church laughing, and they didn't know what was going on. And then um, a lot of people between the wedding and the reception went to like Walmart and bought suspenders and like they kept walking up to the head table or up to the, the, the in-law table and putting them down in front of them one at a time. What was his attitude? Like, was he super embarrassed? Was he kind of like, uh, he, yeah. he just, that's he, that he loved it. He laughed. It's that's just, awesome. That, that's the way he was. He, he, he was a jokester. So like, he didn't care. That's like know. one of the best wedding stories I've ever heard in my life. I love it. Yes. And speaking of, weddings let's keep the theme going i'm actually going to a wedding in july it's my father's cousin's daughter so former roommate does that make her my third like (laughs) because my my father's cousin's my second cousin so her daughter i guess would be my third cousin and uh so they were supposed to get they did get married but they were supposed to do everything last year like actually on my birthday last year was going to be like june 19th and it didn't happen so it finally got rescheduled to like the first weekend in July and, and the reason I bring this up is because I had to get a new suit, right? Lost weight. Mm-hmm. And I put this on my Facebook, but I don't, I don't, I'm going to share it with the, the, the podcast audience. When I, when I went to get measured to get my pants from when I started to now, I officially lost 12 inches off my waist. Holy mother. God damn, dude. That's awesome. That's so, epic. So yes, I haven't, I'm a 40 inch waist. I haven't been a 40 inch waist in, in quite some time. So I'm proud of you, man. That's that's great. Yeah. But I tell this news with an important message to all men who are listening to this podcast. I would like to inform you, and I says this is difficult for some of you to hear. Uh-oh. Your waist goes around where your belly button is, not under your belly. So you might think you're a 36. <laughs> But you're not, and your belly is sticking out over your pants. Stop doing that, guys. Okay, it doesn't look good. <laughs> uh, I always thought old man pants were the ones that came up to your. Yeah, I'm with John on this one. I think yeah. that if you if you pull your pants up over your belly, you look ridiculous. Yeah. No, 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 no. You're 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 not. No, no. I think if your belly is sticking out and you're you've got pants on that are too small, you look ridiculous. Well, if your if your belly if you got that Dunlop belly, your belly Dunlopped over your belt. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. That's what I'm talking about. The guys that do that. Like, fair. oh yeah. Yeah. I'm actually this. Yeah. It's like, no, you're not. You're well, see, you, but you get down to like my weight or under, and you're gonna your pants, your waist does go like it sort of but, recedes down past your belly button again. If you if you go to get your measured for a suit or a tux, take note of where they measure your waistline. It's around your belly button. Yeah, I got this big, I got this big squatters butt. <laughs> So I've never, so like getting, like, I always got to wear like the wide legged pants and like, yeah. I wear a 36 inch waist, but my, like a third, I wear 36, but I have like a 34 inch waist because my ass and my legs are so damn big that I have a hard time with like, like now that the svelte like cut, like in the nineties, I was fine. Like everyone's pants, pants were great. Everyone was wearing thick wide legged pants. It's been difficult the last decade or so for me to find pants. Cause like, look at this. Oh my god! Oh my god! Here we go. Like, look at that big squatter's butt. I, I got, 
God, What's, baby got back. Right. I've heard that my whole life. Girls in high school. When I was a Who's freshman in high school. Who's got a big old ass? Diddy's got a big old ass. When I was a freshman in high school, seniors used to follow me around and the girls would like poke me in the butt. It was like demeaning. Like it really bothered me. But I got a I got a big butt. So like pants are always difficult. Oh, yeah. That's I'm something not, for the YouTube viewers. I got to see the the, the they got to see your ass. My yes, butt. yes, yes. Yeah, girls, unlike, my, unlike, my, unlike my friend, I did not pull my pants down to show you my butt. I just gave you an example of it over or under the pants. John, keep your pants on. Oh, that's... Thank you. <laughs> For those listening that might switch over to YouTube now, they might be curious. <laughs> yes, go to YouTube, see my ass. <laughs> so as you as you may have, as you may could tell from our banter this week, it's a slow news week in the superhero speak world. Yeah, so we're... We're killing time talking about pants and weddings and, and butts. Buds. Yes. Although, uh, although the we still have Loki news, so. And Loki. I was going to say, and that's that. You know, that's that's my big, my big thing for the week. This the, is my big thing for the week. The fourth, <laughs> the fourth episode of Spiritually Speaking went up yesterday, um, and it was Eight uh, Bit Ray from the Real Brain Podcast, and again, it's a very deep episode it's kind of important and i think men should go listen to it i mean anyone should listen to it but it's a it deals with a subject that men don't normally talk about so i know john loves to talk about it but that's a whole other story talk about what <laughs> your impotence anyway no no kidding uh, so yeah now that that's out of the way jd Please we're tell us. Blue, we're looking for a Bluetooth spot or a Bluetooth. Damn it, I broke that joke. A Bluetooth sponsorship with that. <laughs> tell us what. Please tell us you're caught up on Loki. I'm caught up on Loki. I told you in the email I caught up on Loki. I, 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 I'm try, I know, but this is for our audience. Because oh, last week man. we had to do Loki talk without you. No, you did. So, I'm caught up. I watched both episodes. What a terrible show. I'm totally oh. lying. It was awesome. Um, so, so every, everybody, everybody's wrong about who that is, by the way. So we started talking. Oh my god! I, I he's gonna. I know what you're gonna say, John. Go ahead, just say it. Look in the camera and say it once. Sylvie. No, I thought you were gonna say Mephisto. Oh. Oh no no no! I thought that he <laughs> pulled the strings. Went through, went through my head. So anyway, <laughs> we talked about the premiere episode last week, JD. But you weren't here. I was not. So what are your initial impressions of the first episode? I haven't first laughed. Episodes. Mm-hmm. I haven't, the first episode, my initial impression was I haven't laughed this much at a Marvel thing in years, right? Oh. Like this is the first step. Because you don't really laugh at WandaVision, right? It was like awkward humor. Right, it wasn't right. actually funny. And then there's nothing. And disturbing. To laugh, and disturbing. And there was nothing to laugh about in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Right. right. There were some quips, but there wasn't like legit humor. This is funny. Like, it's like evil Doctor Who. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> it's I love it, man. Like Tom Hiddleston is so great. And I love that we're at the be- that we're here for the birth of the Owen Wilson Assance. <laughs> right? Because he hasn't done a lot in a few years. And they're bringing him back and they're just like, hey, go be Owen Wilson. That's what we want here. We want a t- we want an interdimensional time traveling Owen Wilson. I'm and I'm here for it. Owen I'm Wilson gonna, is awesome. He's I'm gonna great. Say, I'm gonna say he's really good in this role and he's not. As Owen Wilson as he sometimes is. He's more yeah. of a reserved Owen Wilson, but yes. he's definitely Owen Wilson. Mm. Yeah. Yes, yes. But he's not he's not the over top comedic actor that he normally is. He's no, no, no. Because no, he's no. more of a straight man to to Loki anyway. Yeah. Very much. But his delivery, boy, they have great chemistry. 
Yes. Yeah. Like shockingly great chemistry. Like they just, the way they can go back and forth with each other is really good. Like I'm, I quite enjoy the show. I really like the, the faux 50s, 60s aesthetic of yes. the TVA. Like it's got this timeless, not so timeless appeal to it. Like it's, right. uh, it's really cool, man. Which is a, it's a play on that's how it is in the comics. So, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's I've never read anything. The, I've never read anything with the TVA to be honest um, with you. They're in like I think an episode of or episode an issue of Thor and the Fantastic Four. They were introduced in Thor, I think, and it uh, number is one of the numbers on the elevator, I think. So who who uh, was writing Thor at the time? Oh, I don't know. God, now I got to look this up. Go ahead and continue. I thought that was the Fantastic Four they were introduced. Anyway, and then so my next question was, so a they kind of take Loki through his emotional arc of all Simonson. the movies, huh? All the movies within one episode, which I thought was interesting. The one sitting, really. Yeah. And then, but like, you know, is there real growth at that point? That's a, that is a question, you know, or is he just kind of like playing them? That's the conundrum of the show with him being a variant, right? Is do you, are you robbed of all the character development or is like, is this, is a, this is by definition of the show, a different Loki? Well, he has, seen. he has, so well, see, he got a leg up on that though, because it, he didn't just like become a variant and that's it. Now he's on his own timeline. He got to see what happened right. to himself. He got Which to is, see what the bonds he made with, you know, he watched that whole movie. So he knows. Right. Like, so, so it, it, he's been, he's, I mean, you can consider that a nudge towards who he could possibly have been. He's, he's Marty, he's Marty McFly in Back to the Future 2. Right when he goes oh, yeah. back to the to the the variant Hill Valley, if you will, so yeah. he has all the experiences of both the previous Marty McFlys, the Marty McFly from the original 1985 timeline, the Marty McFly from the counter 1985 timeline, and the three, excuse me, and this Marty McFly from this new timeline. So I mean, like he is really the quintessential Marty McFly, which is essentially what this Loki is. Hmm. He's going to become more than just a variant. He's like he'll, he'll be Loki Prime Marty or something. McFly. That's enough. That's also a potential episode title. Yeah, the quintessential Marty McFly. McFly. By, uh, by the way, Walt, Walt Simonson. Yeah, I see that. Well, yes. and I Sal, did not, Buscem, Bel, Sal Buscema. Buscem, Buscema. Okay. I did not get this deep into the Simonson run on the character, and I'm regretting it. This is fun stuff. It was number Thor number three seventy two. Before, before, before we talk about episode two, because obviously a lot is revealed and happens in episode two that yes. has long affecting scenarios on the MCU. When they showed the cloak figure at the end. And they said, we're chasing you, Loki. Who did you think it was? Did you think it was who it ended up being? No, didn't see it coming. Didn't uh, see it coming. What'd you, did you? What'd you think? I th- I'm like, it's female Loki. Like, that yeah. was my mm-hmm. uh, that was my guess. It was like... Lady Loki. Right? Yeah, Lady Because I'm like, it's... it's Well, number one, they gave, it, they gave us a hint in the episode. When you look at his file, under gender, it says fluid. Which makes sense for a shapeshifter. Right. Right? Yes. And then... Uh, I don't know. It's something about the way, even though the figure's totally cloaked, something about it was just still felt feminine. So it was like, eh, I think it's a woman, but makes um, sense. I, I mean, mean, like that. John um, kept saying it was Mephisto. So I thought they were new, and I thought it was possible. I'm like, oh, it'd be cool if they tease us with Mephisto, and they did tease us with Mephisto. Well, they do it on purpose, though. It's like you guys were all figures Mephisto in there. Well, we're gonna give you. We're yeah, just gonna keep teasing now. you with that, <laughs> just blatantly. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. Like, because the Lady Mephisto comes from the JMS run, Thor, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite Thor runs of all time, to be honest with you. I really like that era where Thor was living in Oklahoma. 
and That's Asgard right. Asgard was hanging over Brock in Oklahoma. Yeah. That was uh that was a pre post Ragnarok, so it actually kind of works in that regard too. So that's a uh, that's a good run on the character, and uh, I like this. Yeah, I think making her the variant version of Loki is fun. I'm good with it. It's not Lady Loki. Okay, John, what YouTube rabbit hole did you file down? It's not a rabbit all. hole like Marvel Cinematic Universe on fandom. They just updated. That's a, rab- that's a rabbit hole. Well, no, it's not just anyway, there. It's like let's let's before we get to oh, okay. because thought, she's not revealed. We in. She she's not revealed to the end of the episode. So we'll we'll get to that in a minute because I you have to remember. John, mm-hmm. the MCU does things their own way. Right. They don't Wait. follow the comics. Yes, right. there are two separate characters. There's Lady Loki and there's Sylvia. Uh, and but That is a I, different, yes, that is a different character. But I am willing yes. to bet dollars to donuts in the MCU they're the same character. I think you're probably right. So um, I don't think they can make them the same character though, right? Yes, they can. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. All it is is that all it is is Odin adopted a, a girl instead of a boy. That's the variant. That's the but, difference well, in the timeline. Well, let's no because Sylvie was originally human, wasn't she? She yes. was. She wasn't. She she was. She was uh, yes, brainwashed to think she was Asgardian. But yes, she never was. But obviously, she has Loki's powers. Yes. So she is a nice giant. But she could also no, be. No, she isn't. Mind control was never a, a Lady Loki power or, but it just, or uh, possession. That was always Sylvie. I think this is. I don't. I think this isn't going to be the Sylvie version of Lady Loki. This is going to be Loki. Well, and this is just a very. This is just him shape shifting into a woman, I much like he did in the JMS run. Well, we we, we know that the her. character's name is Sylvie. We know that for sure because there were translations done for IMDb where it was translated, and it, they translated. They may and, call and, her that, but it doesn't necessarily. And like IMDb Quentin, is not necessarily accurate, right? That's but true. it's not. It's not just that in the closed captioning. You just got to read. It was my translated IMDb to Sylvie. You know it was translated to Sylvie in in other languages. Like, yeah, I, I'm gonna say this is. They might call her Sylvie specifically for branding purposes. And for you know trademarks, so you can't just say Lady Loki because that's not a it's not a great name and it's not a great way to market her. Right. So they may they may latch that onto her, but I think you're going to I think this lady version of Loki, female Loki, like I was trying to think of something clever, I got nothing. I, I think that's just what they're gonna call her. I I, I think they're gonna go with the actual Sylvie. No. I think I think I doubt it. I, I really I, doubt it. I don't. I mean, it's not going to be the same as the comics, but it's not going to be a an amalgam of Lady Loki. You know, at, no, aka it's, I, uh, it's, Loki in Sith's body and 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 Sylvie. It won't be like it's not going to be a, a combination. Of that it's going to be, it's going to be Sylvie. It's just it's I don't going know where to be. Gonna take it's going to be. It's going to be Odin adopted a, a a female in in this timeline, and she's trying to stop herself from being erased. She succeeded in that at the end of the episode. We sure yes. did create. We sure did. This is the most DC. Thing I've ever seen. In a con- like, yeah. What do you like, mean, DC? She created the multiverse by setting bombs throughout timelines. Well, That's yeah, but if you were going to do a... it, this would be it, right? Like, oh, so, yeah. no, for sure, for sure. But this yeah. is as ridiculous as Superboy Prime punching the it's walls of reality. Yes. But, well, th- no, it isn't because that the came that came out of nowhere and 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 that's like this is like no, they have t- they have they actually had time t- the the time devices that did that kind of thing and so, she just took it to the next level with them. well to be fair superboy prime thing didn't come out of reality at the end of crisis and infinite earth they do put them in a pocket dimension right but, but a paradise like, dimension him punching that's, through the walls of reality that was, was kind of like a, jeff johns it's jeff johns doing jeff johns shit no yeah, argument yeah but this they literally created those little time wipe thingamabobbers specifically to create our multiverse, which can then go mad next summer. 
Mm, true. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it was a Chekhov's gun in so, the game because they're called yes. time twisters and the time twister name actually goes to beings in the I have original a, comics. So I have a theory, Dave, and I thought it was going to be this week, but I th- it'll be it'll be I thought it was going to be last week, but it'll be this week coming up. They were waiting for the multiverse to be created in Loki before they could release the Spider-Man trailer. Possible. So people aren't looking at the Spider-Man trailer going, what the heck's going on? Where they can just say, you want to know what's going on? Go watch Loki. That's, oh, that's entirely possible. Well, yeah, because now that there are alternate timelines, you can get Doc Ock and... And, yeah, and, and Electro. And, and, and Vulture. Not Vulture. Um, no, Green the Gob- Green Goblin. Yeah. Green Goblin, yeah. So what we just really... Like I said, this is the most DC thing possible. As you created a television series specifically so you could get to... A point in another movie or in another right, but they had the but it had works. The whole, it but works. they had this, yeah, they had the setup for almost ten years now for this. They did. So, did so they? it's like, did well, they have the setup for the time variance authority? Like, not not the time variance authority, but the the setup for multi multiverse and all that. Like, it's it. Did it, we did we have a multiverse setup? I don't know if that's accurate because if multiverse thing kind of came out of nowhere, it came out it comes out of nowhere and far from home, and then like it turns out to be a fake out. And then they announced the multiverse of madness. And I went, oh, multiverse, cool. Well, they never we, explained where the multiverse came from until now. Well, we have and, and we have a we nexus being. We've got a nexus being. We do have a nexus being. Right. So, I mean, but it, it, I don't know. It makes more sense. Like DC oh, would have screwed they, it up. I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing. I'm just saying on its on its elements on its uh, core, it's very DC. It's well done. I don't think. Believe me, I don't trust Warner to do to have done crisis on infinite earths like that oh god no or infinite crisis or zero hour any of the ridiculousness they that throw at us i don't i don't trust them to be doing the flash movie right now (laughs) yeah Um, oh oh this was something too i wanted to i I wish you were here for last week so i'll I'll ask it now uh in the first episode obviously Mm -hmm. when uh he goes he goes to get his tesseract back they open up the drawer and it's full of infinity stones you had mentioned this before that marvel doesn't do anything by accident Mm mm-hmm did you notice that, like, like the time stones were different sizes and shapes? I did. Yeah. Do you I think that's gonna? So. You think that's gonna play into anything? I don't know because, like, I like that the idea of it is that in this in this world, which is kind of like you know, DC guy, the bleed of of the of this MCU. This is basically the bleed. Uh huh. So I like that they have no power over there. So it could be could mean nothing. Could mean something very important. I'm not sure. It's interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah. So, and then I keep thinking about the Time Lords. Um, Me too. I keep thinking about the Time Lords because this is so Doctor Who, it's ridiculous. No, 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 no. The Time Keepers. Sorry, the Time Keepers. And how, you know, they're trying to keep the sacred timeline. And like, I kept saying, now they're not going to do the same story from the comics. But now I'm starting to think, maybe that's what's really going on. The whole reason the Time Lords, what they're doing is they want to keep the sacred timeline to assure they get created by the end. Right. Or, or well, to, to ensure that was it Krang or not Krang. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, that the, 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 the main villain who's coming up, the Kang. 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 No, Krang. Well, no, I, no. I like it better with Krang actually. No, but that uh, Kang gets created, right? Like um, well, no, no, know, something's no. going, something's going on in the TVA. It is not the, it like there's somebody pulling strings behind. So no, here's the thing. There's, there's the whole point of this show. And I really love this because it's a very religious conversation. There's a lot of real, a lot of religious elements that I thought were going to be present in yeah. WandaVision that, that aren't, that are here though. Right. So like, and I, one of my favorite religious debates is the concept versus uh, determinism and free will uh-huh. is like, does man have, 
does man have control of his own life if everything is determined? If everything is determined, what is the point of making decisions if they're all made for you ahead of time, right? right. These very interesting conversations. And that's pretty much what we're steering into here that Loki are the questions that Loki is asking. So my thought initially is the Time Lords are insured. Time Lords, I, now you got me doing it. The Timekeepers time are, are just insuring. Just say Galfrans, Yeah, just like <laughs> They are ensuring that the multiverse is created because that's what's supposed to happen. But but See, they but they 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 weren't. Everybody was trying their hardest to that's, stop this. But that's thing. until now, until now, because it happened. Well, right? I mean, it, it's interesting. Mm. It's an interesting concept too, because it is because that's the, the only per, the only person that's truly free in the whole show is Loki, mm-hmm. the variant says, Loki. Yes, and which he says he says I'm the and he says it to Mobius too. Is we're the only free ones here, and it's like, but that's like, are you? Or are you not? Are you all free? Like. Because again, if they're making decisions, do they even have free will? Like, there's a lot of interesting, there's a lot of interesting material being covered in this that it's philosophical, so there are no answers to it. But I'm really curious to see where we go in the in the continuing weeks. Hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, it's also it's funny because like you can even uh, take it into the world of science too, because of the concept of space time and how space time is basically like a giant box that all time exists in and. Everything that's happened is already ha- going. To, everything that's going to happen has already happened, and everything that has happened will happen again. It's and it's the the concept is that everything is happening at once, but we can only perceive it as a straight line. So time, that would time, mean that it is predetermined. Time is a flat circle, can crush. Like, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that going on. I like I like flirt. I like my comics, and this is basically comics, flirting with the metaphysical because you can do that. Yes, just the ubiquity of of uh, superhero stuff I, I was watching a video and they loved the meta concept of loki watching a movie about himself on a tv show yeah 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 he should like have changed the channel and watched wanda for a while could have i like they were <laughs> it was the same camera angles that the movies were actually shot in yeah huh, what a coincidence like so god god has you know oh shoot the the russo brothers eye and vision for the universe <laughs> yes yes yeah didn't you know that oh i learned it so yeah, this is uh, my wife thinks that Owen Wilson and the other one are actually the timekeepers because there's a nice little shot and she's getting she spent too much time with me and she's starting to read, you know, blocking <laughs> and stuff like that because there's that scene where there's the they're in the office and there's the three statues uh-huh. and Owen Wilson sitting lined up with the one and she's sitting lined up with the other and then there's the vacant one that looks kind of like Kang in the middle. So she, her theory is that like that they are two of the they are two of the timekeepers. I don't that know if there's any water to it, yet. but they that just re- don't know yet. That reminds me, there was one scene. In this episode, no, 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 Dave, no, this is not that. There's, there's where Mephisto popped up. I know. Yeah, I know. There's one scene in this episode that's, I, I, when they were sitting in her office, Owen Wilson and what's her face, and she, he went to put his drink down, and she said, you know, yeah, that's the scene I'm talking about. Yeah, right, right. So the way, the way they, the the way the they filmed that. Mm-hmm. I swear, like the 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 rings that he left on there, like she mentioned, you know, it's already got rings on it, and she said, "Well, yeah, because you keep putting your 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 drink down." How much you want to bet that there's some kind of time loop thing going on, or like maybe she, he, maybe maybe he doesn't know he's been there that many times, or there's some kind of there's memory erasure. Like it was it was just too significantly filmed, you know. There's there's a there's a reason why that line that 
that line of dialogue is there. There's a reason why those rings. There's a reason why all that was said. What that well, is, I'm not. They sure. did the close up of the ring and, of, of where he put his, put his cup down next to the rings too. It's like that's going to be like we're going to see another something. scene where well, something's going to click. We're going to see that there's not a ring there or you, something you, like that. It's going to be. Like, uh-oh. It's very. It's very much. Check you're, you're, you're you're missing. You're missing also something very important about that whole scene. The the pen at the end from the high school. Oh yeah. I forgot about it. Uh, it was from Roosevelt High School. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this from that, yeah, that other, they kept talking about that other agent. The other agent probably is him because time probably isn't linear at the in the TVA. That's my guess. And he, there's going to be a scene where he has that pen and gives it to her later on in the show. And that's when he's going to realize like, yeah, the time's not linear or something else is going on. There's definitely something else. And you got, you have that flexibility to do it in a show like this where it doesn't feel cheap. So yeah. It's an interesting show, and I like, I like the performances. Yeah, I really do. As a as an Illinois guy, the fact that they started the episode of the Renaissance Fair in Wisconsin, I got a good laugh out of because oh, that's man. what that's what we do. We go up to Wisconsin and, and go to the Renaissance Fair and laugh at those people. So I, I guess I thought it was funny because I've been going to Renaissance festivals since 1991 or 19, 1990 actually, and back then they weren't like right now these days they're they're it's like it's like the marvel movies it's like it's been popularized uh, they're they're tourist traps now and all that but back then oh yeah people were going because they were a member of the sca or you know they just they they really liked dressing up in garb and 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 back then the, the, there was that one guy who commented you know, I need this. You you shouldn't be you shouldn't dress like that, and you're not dressed right or whatever. I'm like, yeah, back in in the 90s and 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 80s, you, people would comment on it. I mean, nowadays you see people not dressed up all the time because they're you know everything's become touristy because they they're getting a lot of money out of it. But uh, back then it was way more tight knit. I w- I went to the Renaissance Fair in the, in the late 1990s, and I I had never owned a single bit of Renaissance gear. And- so. Well, late 1990s is when it started to like. That's when. Well, I'll, 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 I can tell right. you. I can tell you is if you're not in garb, uh, no, and it, this doesn't happen as much anymore. But when you weren't in garb at a show at, at a, a, a Renaissance fair and you want to see a show, nine times out of ten, you were the person picked out of the audience for the audience participation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why you stay out of shows. <laughs> well, then, what's the point of going to the Eat fair? Eat a turkey leg. See, he's the John. John, he he he's he's one of those. Yes, really. I am one of those. You, this should be clear after four years of being on this show. Oh, you're a nerd. I am a nerd. But you're not but that I, kind of nerd. I'm not that kind of nerd. I'm not a dress up nerd. I am a dress up nerd. I'm not yes. surprised to hear that. <laughs> when I when I get all this weight off, I'm going to be a dress up nerd. I know you've been you've been saying it for God over a little over a year now. Yep. But but back to the point, yeah. So like point. it was, it just they they were real. I I just that that rang a bell for me because that the the yeah, ding, thing ding. that the characters in the in the Renaissance Festival saying that to Loki and the others, like yeah, for that time period, that that's exactly how oh, they would have reacted. I did get a laugh out of it. I, I will say that too, like because we talked about that. We wanted the cat and mouse stuff between Owen Wilson and 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 uh, Tom. And Wilson it's and there. It. Oh, it's so there. And I will say this. When they were at the fair and they were investigating the the thing and he's like saying, oh, this is a trap. I believed Loki at that point. I didn't. Oh, yeah. I, I, just, I mean, like I did, but I thought, but you know, the thing with Loki is he's always that fork tongue devil. So I believed him, but I know he was, you know, he was up. To, I thought he was up to something. Right. Yeah, yeah. 
right but it was very that's the that's the beauty of the character and the fact that tom hiddleston just gets the character right like but then but then at the end of this the second episode you know he's like telling well sylvie he's telling sylvie oh you know i kept them there you know gave giving you a free shot it's like he's playing he's playing Playing, both sides playing all the sides against he's like he's like uh, Yujimbo. Right. Oh you, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like Jimbo, right? Uh, fistful of dollars for for my Western fans, right? He's that. He's the cowboy playing both sides against each other to get his own because he's out for himself. Right. And and here we are, the audience, like uh, trying to root for Loki because <laughs> because he's the fun character, and and we feel and and after everything we've seen him go through, we we have empathy for him, and yet this yes. isn't that Loki, Loki. and that they're kind of using that against us. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing too, because it was like. But when you really think about it, again, the whole meta concept is, yes, but Loki would know what Loki's up to. So Loki wouldn't take the shot that Loki was giving Loki. <laughs> yes, that, that is, therein lies the conundrum all this. is Loki knows Loki. So all these right. Lokis are aware of the other Loki that they can't trust Loki. So that's right. why Loki can't be. That's why Loki can't ever follow Loki and why Loki can never really trust Loki. And this is why we have to call the one Loki Sylvie or else we'll be doing this all in the next three or four weeks. <laughs> Until another Loki shows up. Which is possible. I know. I, I think. I think they're going to do that. I think they will too. I, if I was writing it, I would. More Lokis. Yeah, the more Lokis, the better. There's right. only six episodes of this, though, right? I think that if they went any further than this, they might wear out their welcome a little bit. I think WandaVision was a big ask looking back on it because that was eight, wasn't it? And then, well, but yeah, but well, they, they cut stuff Nine. because of, yeah, of COVID, though. They, they cut a lot of stuff out because of, because of COVID. Nine episodes is an ask. And these episodes are longer, though. Like, Wanda, remember, WandaVision was only a half hour. These are full hour episodes, mm. right? So it's an. I know. I just want ask. more Marvel. I'm sorry. I, know, yeah, I don't blame you. When that's good, it's really good. And this is. Well, I think we have a new favorite for JD. We're <laughs> gonna we're gonna get more Marvel. Don't worry. There's there's still What If coming up. Black Widow came out. Well, it's coming out. The reviews that, are out. Yeah, because they they did they, they did the, pre- the preview. And they're it, fairly yes. good from what I've seen. Ooh, I've I've seen some pretty negative ones actually. Really? Yeah. Oh no. Well, the only two I, I've read were not good. Well, I don't read reviews. We're gonna wait till I, I, we see it. Some of some of the, I mean, I haven't really looked into it, but some of the YouTubers I heard mention that it, it they seem to like it. But who knows? I, I tend to read professionals. What, just because they're on YouTube doesn't mean they're not professional, right? Yeah, some of these YouTubers that I watch, they're they've got millions. Some of them of make more money than those professionals. Fair. They Fair. all make more money than those professionals. Uh, depends on who you're talking about. Well, if you just look, if you're just a columnist from a newspaper, no, you're not. No, but if you're, you know, like a Richard Roper or something like that, like you're doing all right, you know. But again, don't you got to stop reading the reviews. You got to go in with a. a I I just read one because I stumbled onto it on Twitter, and I didn't read more than uh, a couple of the critiques, which kind of hit on some things I was a little worried about. Huh. I don't know. We can. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking now, and there's still (laughs) most of them seem to be good. I don't know. know, Some respectable sites. I've been thinking this for a while. I think this might be Marvel's version of New Mutants. No. No. No, no. Comicbook.com says that it's good. Mm. That's not too bad. It's not like it's we got it we got this covered. I, I don't think I, I think that's a little unfair. Yeah, let's let's judge this movie we haven't seen right now. Yeah. Let's exactly. do that. Oh, let's do it. I'm going to. Let's do a full review. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, just the, the little bits that I've seen. I think it'll work. be. It might be there. Three was the was the movie I, that was compared to. 
Blade three? No, Blade come on. Is in more is in more interested in, in starting the new franchise than on than uh, staying in the realm of the old one. So more interested in introducing us to someone who could be the new Black Widow as opposed to giving us a story about the old Black Widow. Correct. So Scarlett Johansson was drunk half the time and on drugs, and they and, and they had and the they had CGI eyes open. Like, yeah, it's like <laughs> first of all, Scarlett Johansson wishes she had half the career of Wesley Snipes. So let's not let's let's not say things we can't take back. Wesley Snipes is a far is far better than Scarlett Johansson. Wesley Snipes never said I had to, I want to play a tree. Like Wesley Snipes, Wesley Snipes went to prison, and he's far less problematic than Scarlett Johansson. I never heard that. Scarlett Johansson wanted to play a tree. Yes. No. No. I heard. I heard that. I just haven't heard that she's been a diva on set or anything. Oh, but no. But just her, like you know, I should play whoever I want. You know that kind of stuff. Like when when you know taking parts actors from, from, characters, from characters of color and and whatnot, playing you know transsexuals and Asian <sighs> actors. Actors say stupid things sometimes. And Wesley Snipes had a phenomenal comeback in Coming to America. Oh my God. He anyway, was, he was gold in that. Hmm. <laughs> I'll give you that. And Blade was better than anything she's been in, especially Marriage Story. That was crap. Yeah, then again, the residual she's getting far away. Anything well, Snipes fair. is ever going to get? <laughs> no, because what Snipes didn't pay his taxes, so he kept a lot of. So he got to keep a lot more of his money until he didn't get. To well, keep I was going to say, I think, yeah. I think what they went after him, he didn't get to keep anything. No, no, that's yeah. what happens when you don't pay your taxes. But he's also you're also talking about a different era too of like what that stuff. Um, True. Blade Blade walked so that the rest of the Marvel universe could fly. Yeah, no, Blade is what gave us all of this, basically. Yes, we all owe it to Blade. Because Blade came out after that magical summer that gave us Batman and Robin. Hmm. All right, let's uh, let's stop talking about Wesley Snipes versus Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, so you know, yeah. we're moving on. That would be that would be an interesting boxing match. All right, uh, don't give them ideas. <laughs> Snipes and knock a bitch out. <laughs> he did time. He did. Yeah, well, exactly. Federal, federal prison, but I mean, like time nonetheless. Uh, all right, so I know we love doing this predictions. I got nothing. Any any idea? Like, are you kidding me? I mean, obviously, <laughs> obviously, the multiverse will still exist by the end of the the season, right? Oh yeah, for like, sure. They're not gonna they're not gonna create it and have a movie coming out called Multiverse of Madness to have to not deliver on said multiverse exactly, and have far, have No Way Home be based on multiversal characters. We don't know that for sure yet. We keep hearing this, and we haven't actually seen it. We've heard like, oh, the Spider Man trailer is coming soon, and we haven't seen anything. Yet. Yeah, but we we know that they've got. Like, you know, Electro and Doc do. Ock and all that. We stuff. do. We do. But that's all from like, you know, casting announcements. We haven't actually heard anything official I, from Sony and Marvel. That's because prediction, like I said, whatever happens in this next episode where like they're gonna they're gonna reveal something about the multiverses or they're they're gonna start showing, you know, obviously all these agents were running out to fix things. So they're gonna give us glimpses into some of these multiverses. And it could just be them standing in front of a green screen and they're actually playing a clip from, you know, the amazing Spider-Man or or whatever. The only the only thing I the the only thing I want is is what in one of those scenes to see Deadpool saunter, you know, across the background. That's all I want. No, 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 no. Deadpool on one side and Green Lantern on the other. Well, that you won't. You definitely won't see. (laughs) Yeah, you can't get that. That's can't get there from here, unfortunately. Not yet. Anyway. I don't so. know. You think they'll do that? You think they'll actually have clips from like the other movies? Like I don't they know. They might. It's definitely a might. I'm not. I don't know what I think about that. You know, or or 
have it set up to the point where it's a clip from another movie, but then whatever this bomb went off shows the variant going off and them trying to stop it. You know? Is Loki following the variant or is he going to do his own thing? That's he senses an opportunity. We know that. So we'll see what yeah, happens. I mean, he ran in and the, they closed the door and, and, and Mobius was like, no. I mean, what did so, you th- what to, did he to, think was going to happen? Like yeah. to to Sylvie, it's going to be I'm trying to help you, and if he comes across Mobius again, it's going to be I'm trying to help you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Loki's oh, yeah, definitely yeah. in it for Loki. Where do we think Loki, like the real Loki, Tom Hiddleston, ends in all this? That's a good question. This might this might end with the TVA in ruins and him just being free. I think, I think you might be right. I yes, I I think. Uh, I mean, if if we if we know so, the multiverse is going to be like a thing after this, that means that what's the TVA doing at that point, right? The MVA. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Multiverse, multiverse authority. Yeah. I don't know. Multiverse. So what's mm-hmm. so that's the question, right? And it goes back. It goes back to Coulson. You don't bring Coulson back because then deaths don't mean anything. You don't bring Black Widow back, then deaths don't mean anything. Do you also, bring Loki back? I mean, because he sacrificed himself to try to save his brother yeah but i think loki it works with and i think the colson thing puts a shines a light on it now that's the question too is did loki does this action create the event the uh, the shield universe right because we assume that shield moves in the same time as the avengers when actually what if it all happened as a splinter of what just happened because it was in the past so we've been mandela affected into it Huh. That's what a if good shield question. never really happened? Like, what if that Agents of Shield was never a thing that happened, but we all have a collective memory of it because <laughs> now it's been written into reality. That is weird. It did happen though. It, Are you sure? It. You re- you didn't watch it. You remember watching it. You have memories of watching Agents of Shield. <laughs> At that point, what are we if not what our memories are? Mm-hmm. Are we right? nothing more than an echo of our memories? Look, all I know is I drink, therefore I am. So it's a little, okay. it's, a, it's a little too. That's a little too deep for uh, this time at night. Uh, not with, not without hard liquor. The sun yes. is still up in Chicago, baby. So I'm, seven there, eight actually, eight, eight, eight thirty, eight twenty. Uh, yes, I don't know. Like it's interesting. Like I think that, I, that is actually a good. That's a good thought. I mean, you could do that much. You could have them show them maybe the worlds they go into the agents of shield they show the agents of shield being set up maybe. they show daredevil and mm-hmm. luke cage running around the streets because we've established that that is actually in fact a different marvel universe mm-hmm. correct? exactly they they show power fists universe just getting completely cut and destroyed oh that's that's <laughs> how they swallowed up it. by the anti-monitor <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah they're able to stop <laughs> they're able to stop or create it ever joining yes boy did but, that guy get a shit end of all the marvel of the marvel stick oh my god it, it's that well it wasn't really you know i mean the actor was bad enough but the writers were the, oh, the writing was horrible that, that show sucked yes yeah uh, bad writing bad directing yeah uh, whole thing bad, whole thing didn't work unlike this show that works really well I, what i like is that we can't we can't just like know where we're at like it's hard to kind of put your like point your finger it's okay this is where this is headed like even with all our wild wanda speculation we knew we were gonna get the twins we knew Agatha Harkness was coming. Mm-hmm. We knew Wanda was going bonkers. So we kind of, we all had a hunch that Sam was going to get the shield, right? Mm-hmm. So we all kind of had, an, I don't know what's going to happen here. I really don't. Yeah, I don't know either. And then anything can happen. Anything know? can Yeah, that's true. Especially when you're destroying timelines and whatnot and setting up and creating a multiverse. Literally anything can happen. Kind of exciting. You can bring Tony Stark back. 
They're not going to do that. Only if Robert Downey Jr. wants to. Mm-hmm. Does Does he need to make? Was it? Does he want another do, private do, school? Does he want to make Doolittle too? Right. He, he may want to make Doolittle too. He can do whatever the hell he wants. He's got right. the fu money. I don't know. Pri- private school for for someone like him isn't cheap. And you know, and, and is and Robert Downey Jr. going to private school? Did I miss something? Is he doing the right? No, he has, but he has kids. <laughs> he does have kids. Rodney and, Dangerfield, you know, nice callback. And Thank yachts you. aren't cheap. Yachts are not cheap. Those, that's what I'm saying. Boats are a good reason to uh, do something you don't want to do. You know, is this private school? You never know. Yeah, I could see him sending his kid to, to regular school, public school in LA. I'm sure they'll be fine. Will we get the Will we get the Captain America cameo we wanted in? Uh... That is a possibility. Oh my God! Remember the rumor that Chris Evans yeah. signed on to do something? Yeah. Maybe this is maybe this is it. Maybe we see Captain Hydra in an episode in, in but, one of these universes. Is that what we're gonna have now? You think you think we're gonna have Loki quantum leaping essentially through this fractured multiverse? Because if so, sign me up. I'm okay with this. <laughs> Get a continuing series. Yeah. Quantum leap. Uh, oh, oh, you know we just did. We just set up what if too. Yeah, they just, exactly. They just justify the existence of the what if show. Yep. Yep. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Man, you know, when Marvel plans something out, they plan, man, if, if DC did even a one hundredth of the amount of planning that Marvel does for like their entire movie structure, it's like they, and that, it wouldn't. It, and that's the thing too, ultimate nullifier. You can't, and that's yeah. the whole thing too. Like you, you, it's funny. Cause like people try to, some people try to say, oh, they don't have a plan that's that deep. You can't be doing this stuff without a plan. Well, here's the thing too, is like, when you've written something, you know that when you're writing the outline, it never stays like 100% on the course of the outline. Like, and that's the nice thing about planning is that when you're creating something, you see tunnels where you can take things into the future. Right. And a lot of times like, Oh, this, I did this and this dovetails into that. So some stuff is planned. Other things are happy accidents, right. That you can, that, that's like when you write a series, like we're reading these Jim butcher books right now. And I know he didn't have 14 books planned at the beginning, but as you're getting to know your characters, as you're building your universe, opportunities and doors open and you you step through them because you see right. more chances. And that is, yes, do I think that this was the plan when they made Iron Man? No, clearly no. not. But like right. you've let the universe over 13 years now, we've let this universe grow and breathe into something that's never really existed in film and or well, multimedia. It goes beyond film and television. Film, television, right. but video I, games. But well, now well, they now they plan things out. Like what now, I'm saying is like it well, feels do, like it feels but, like this is all planned since Endgame. Like, yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's definitely where they wanted to go. Like when they had their next retreat or whatever, they were saying, okay, what do we do? What do we do now? And this is clearly the path they've been on. Right. Um, I didn't foresee it coming. Pretty happy we're here, though. Yeah. yeah. All right. Multiverses are hard to pull off. I want to see what they do. Oh, yeah, they're the only ones that have pulled it off so far. They really, well, DC DC cheated us. They just wiped the heads out. You know, we have a multiverse. Now we don't. And now we, now we do again. Now Flash we do point, again. Right? Yes, yeah. but, Flashpoint. We're getting there. Yeah. Hey, did you guys see that picture of uh, Michael Keaton dressed as Bruce Wayne again? It's like a paparazzi shot. It looks pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that one of the articles? I don't know. I didn't check the notes this week. I'm just going on the scene in my pants. <laughs> Me too. All right. Well, on that note, boys and girls. Oh, some bitch. Yeah, it is. We're going to take our first commercial break and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. <laughs> You pulled a John. All right. I did uh, pull a John. 
It's a it's a spoiler. It warms you up. All right, we're back, and you know what that means, boys and girls. It's time for John and JD's favorite segment of the show: social media madness. <laughs> All right. So first, we talked about Tom Hiddleston has come out and said that he is not going to be in Love and Thunder as Loki. Good. Yes. Yes. To which Random Randy Savage said. Yeah, the story doesn't take place in the future. Loki is going to have his own craziness helping Miss Marvel. Uh, what is that? I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, I'm okay. I'm not crazy. So, 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 Randy, you have to explain that one. Um, do you? Yeah, know we're not crazy. We you're know? crazy. <laughs> this, do you know something about the Miss Marvel movie that we don't? The Gorilla Brain podcast, Eight Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain podcast said, "Trust nothing Marvel actors say." That's also accurate. That is very accurate, but... Do you know what acting is? Do you know what the profession of acting is? Really? Lying. Lying. Your profession, you're getting paid to lie to people. You're a professional liar. However, I will say, I know this one I kind of believe, because I kind of feel like he was too busy doing Loki to be involved. Yeah, I, I, think you're probably, I think you're probably right on that. Plus, we might need it. A dead Loki might serve the mainstream Marvel Universe better, but him being alive in reality. I also kind of think, I don't know, I, I think... It goes back to the Coulson death being impactful, and then obviously Loki's death impacted Thor. So it's like, do you have him bring him back that quick, re- reunite them that quick? You it know? would mess Thor up pretty badly. Like I don't know how you write around that. Like yeah. they, 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 if he found out that Loki was still alive, you can't write another movie without him dealing with that first. Yeah, agreed. It's too plot. It's too. It's too plot reliant. And then Shadow Walker said. And I'm sorry, this one I, I don't buy at all. Uh, reason Loki probably is not in Thor in the Thor new film is because they're planning a Loki movie. No, we're getting no. a Loki TV show. This like, is the Loki movie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He's getting a six-hour movie, technically, which is better than a two-hour movie. So, all right. Moving on, of course, we talked about... Oh, shoot. Did I... Did I... I click... I, okay. I, I, I did the wrong one here. Oh, What do you do? By the seat of our pants. The Aquaman tweet is the wrong one. All right, well, we'll, we'll skip over that. So we talked about Stormfront last week, of course. The uh, book. The, the, the Jim yes, Butcher not the, movie. Not, not the radical white-wing website. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, yeah, okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. The re- recasted podcast said, great Billy, great Billy Joel album. My favorite on there is... Downey Down, Alexa. Alexa. And I mm. believe that that... Album's called Storm Warning, not Storm Front. Okay, so I, I read that and I'm like, I don't get it. Are you too old or you're not a Billy Joel fan? I, I, did Billy Joel have an, have an album called Stormfront? I don't know. I don't. I think it's called Storm Warning. It's got a red oh. and black, like this, the Storm Warning flag. Then then the joke oh. doesn't work. <laughs> Sorry, no, Recasting. No, 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 it doesn't. No, it's called Stormfront. It is no. called Stormfront. Then the oh. joke does work. I'm an asshole. The 11th, well, studio, the 11th studio album. What is on that album? Is there anything that that, that mainstream non-hardcore Billy Joel fans would recognize? Uh, that's not her style. We didn't we didn't start the fires on it. Oh, okay, that's one of his biggest songs. And Down Easter Alexa. Hmm. I'm not even familiar with that song. I oh, go to extremes I, is on there too. I go to extremes. I don't know that one. Oh my god! That, that's, what? that was that was a major one. That I was, was a child when this album came out. Cut me some slack. No, you couldn't have been a child. What year, John? It came out in 1989. I was nine. That is a child. Oh my god, you are a child, aren't you? 
I'm okay. the youngest person on the show. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm a child. <laughs> Celebrating his 15th wedding anniversary in a week. Hey, doing better uh, than me. Uh, of course, we, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about Aaron Taylor Johnson cast as Craven the Hunter. A lot of people have to keep talking about this one. John Smith said, I can see it. He was my top pick for Moon Knight, too. Hmm. And Reed Hellion on Webtoon said, just glad to see him getting somewhere after the MCU was like, whoops, never mind. <laughs> nice. I think Dead Quicksilver serves the greater purpose better than Living Quicksilver does. Because we still have a really good Living Quicksilver whenever we want him that they teased us with. Yeah, True. I know. That now, that now we've justified his existence. Ah, you're now, right. Now we have splinter universes. All right, so so I'm going to say this. Owner. I forgot to include the one tweet for Aquaman. I can't find it now. Oh, what did it say? But it was Tim Jones' oh. reply. So here's the other one that, that, that I was going to pick. We talked about the, they revealed the bat symbol for Michael Keaton, his for his new suit for the upcoming Flashpoint movie. Yeah. And uh, Timothy Jones said, the emblem looks like a bat cookie cutter. I saw that. He's correct. And you, and JD, you replied, sweet. Yes, sweet cookies. Get it. I can yep. make the dad jokes too, Tim. Yeah, exactly. But you know who makes them really well? Tim Jones. Tim Jones on sour grapes. And sour grapes available. Uh, better newspapers across the country. Uh, and then finally, the, the, the story that just keeps giving. I'm starting to think they should actually make this movie, just based on the responses we get every time this gets posted on our Twitter. <laughs> of course, we talked about the possible Jurassic Park Furious <laughs> crossover. I can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> you you spelled it Jurassic Furry, which is a completely different movie. <laughs> yes that's in the show notes don't 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 yes. tell people my my mistake there's but there's jurassic money furry. there's money in jurassic furry oh yeah oh no doubt um, fast, and, and just to make sure fast, trademarked by dave markowski <laughs> too fast too furious <laughs> SD Comics said, <laughs> to quote Ian Malcolm in the second JP film, Jurassic Park film, this is the worst idea in the long, sad history of bad ideas. Yes, that's accurate. These two <laughs> franchises have been sort of done to death. Let's go make some new stuff out there. But if you put them together, you are making new stuff. It's like... It's like leftovers, right? Like sometimes when you're hungry and you, you open the fridge and you got like some pizza and some meatloaf and you're really hungry. So you make the pizza and the meatloaf and it turns out to be pretty good when you eat them together. So that's what we're really heading is like movie leftovers. And it's it could actually work. It's like dinosaurs and, fur uh, and furries. Yeah, dinosaurs and furries. Now there is another thing that well, can be done. We, we are getting what if in the Marvel Universe. Let's stick yes. that in there. <laughs> so, <I> just, <laughs> based on our social media interaction, I think, was it Universal that owns this? Who owns this I franchise? Think so. I think it's Universal. Yeah, I yeah. think Universal. Jurassic, yeah. Go ahead and pull the trigger. Uh, too fast, too furious. <laughs> do they have a red label? They do now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! If I don't see Dominic Toretto running away from Velociraptor, what are we even doing? What are we Do even doing? Uh, Dominic running away from a Velocipaster. See, now you're thinking. In, in now a, you're thinking. Now we're outside the box. In, in a um, in a in a 
doll costume or a bear costume or and whatever the, they and were. And the Pastor needs to be voiced by Antonio Banderas doing his El Mariachi character because it makes no sense, but it would be great. <laughs> no, no, wait, who's the guy from, 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 oh, Ghost Rider? Nicolas Cage? Nicolas Cage, oh, Nicolas Cage yeah. in a bear suit. These are literally the movies he makes. These yes. are the modern Nicolas Cage movies. They're all nuts. They all make no sense. They're all great, but not good great, but like no, no, no. terrible great. Yes. Yeah. Like, Nicolas Cage has reinvented himself as a trauma star. All right. All right. <laughs> Speaking of, this is not in the notes. Speaking of trauma, the uh, looks like the um, Toxic Avenger movie going to be a thing. Yes. Not sure yes. how I feel about it. That uh, I believe. Oh, no, it's, they're, they're casting like every, like they're ready to like go with this thing. Don't know how I feel about it. Did you hear they're they're remaking uh, Carrie again? Uh, not Carrie, Christine. I did see that. I yes, see that. Brian Fuller. He actually did an interview with uh, the guy from Hannibal, the great TV show Hannibal. He did the King Cast is a really good podcast where uh, guys these two guys just talk about Stephen King, and he came out and did his interpretation of. He talked about why Christine is a great you know queer minded movie, and it was like he sold me on it. Now they're actually going to do it. So I'm like, oh, cool. I'm I'm down. It sounds like it's going to be an interesting movie. Okay. Well, it's uh, what's the name of that they're doing all the horror stuff now? Blumhouse. Blumhouse. Yes. And that's what they do. Blumhouse. They make cheap horror movies and make a shit ton of money. Yep. Sounds like Full Moon Studios, but no, but they're actually good. Like Blumhouse figured, like they did the, the um, Invisible Invisible Man movie with. Oh, they did Elizabeth that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yes, yes, yeah. Way Blumhouse. higher end than. Yeah. Yeah. Blumhouse, but they're do like super. They're like cheap. They're like, like super cheap. They're not like you know a Roger Corman, but they do movies for like you know four, five, ten million dollars, and they make like. 50 60 which is like not great on the big scale but like it's five six times your budget so it's profitable yeah, yeah it's super profitable they're like they're like new line was in the 80s like they've figured out how to do horror because you don't want to spend a lot of money on horror yeah so yeah but you know what you do want to spend a lot of money on me no our nerd madness uh tournament we're nearing the end guys we got one matchup left it was not your best segue no it wasn't but you know they I'll can't all be it. winners no i'll take it all right, all right. So we had our we had our finals going on here for Nerd Madness. We had comics versus TV. We had the Immortal Hulk versus the Mandalorian. Anyone have a guess? Mandalorian is Mandalorian. mowing shit down left and right. <laughs> yes. So Mandalorian wins sixty nine point four percent to thirty point six percent to the Immortal Hulk. This is the way. Yada yada yada. <laughs> and then of course you have D Square replied to that poll with a gif of a guy looking at another a car i guess it's broken down and they're like would you look at that don what the hell is this gif i, I know you're know. listening so you're gonna have to i know you'll you'll tweet this eventually yes what the hell gif is this yeah don what is this and yes i get your point of course we all knew mandalorian was gonna win you were the one who said that the whoever's left at the end is just gonna lose to mandalorian because here we go guys movies versus anime one night in miami versus demon slayer <sighs> so i have a legit like demon slayer took the l here to one night in miami but i have a legit question didn't one night in miami lose the movie one last week no it was Did it that... have like an epic comeback was it wasn't it getting its butt kicked for a long no, time no 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 jd it was one night miami versus soul and wasn't soul winning i thought soul won no you were, remember you were so po'd yeah because i thought one night in miami i was po'd because i thought one night in miami was gonna lose was I wrong to be? I clearly I was wrong to be PO'd. Like, wait a minute, hold on. So I mistakes s- were made, but that but you can't control like 
Blue yeah, one, fine, the yeah, one night Miami won 54.2% to 45.8%. It must have had a tremendous comeback because it was losing forever. Oh, wait, I'm looking at the wrong one. So Dave literally advanced the wrong team. Hold on, hold on. You're right. It was That's, Soul one. You're, you're right. right. Well, it, it's our tournament. We're advancing the team that we like better. So, <laughs> Oh, my God. I can't believe that. And Mist- no one called me out on it. Mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. <laughs> I'm, I told I'm calling you, you out because it, it was my region. So I'm like, I knew. Oh, my was- Oh my God. Yeah, but like, like usually the usually the guys in the Geek World All-Stars will call me out on this shit. I shouldn't have said anything. But yes. Oh, my God. I can't believe I did that. That's fine. I, I looked totally looked past it when I was setting it up. I everyone did. Like Soul had this epic come from behind win that nobody acknowledged. Oh, I feel bad for Soul. They'll get an honorable mention at the end. Uh, They'll receive the true second in wrestling's movie. They, and it's, st- it's still be Demon Slayer. I'm kind of upset at that. If it makes you feel better, Demon Slayer probably would have lost to Soul too. Yeah, that I would have been okay with. But oh, One Night in Miami is a far better film than Soul. Well, there you go, JD. You're going to get One Night in Miami versus The Mandalorian. It's the race to second. (laughs) You think think The Mandalorian might win? I think I have a hunch that this may be the way. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Not my best material, but... Yes. All right. So... (laughs) I'm just glad we're going to get our March Madness tournament done before July. (laughs) (laughs) So you want to know that you can follow us on social media and vote for the winner... Of, of the One Night in Miami. Or the loser, who knows? One Night in Miami versus Picard. I mean, sorry. <laughs> versus Mandalorian. Then here's our good friend D-Square to tell you that you can follow us on social media and be part of Social Media Bandits. Explain the gift, Don. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of Social Media Madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at SuperheroSpeak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. All right. Thank you for that, Don. And don't forget to check out the Omega Level Nerds podcast, available wherever podcasts are and on YouTube. And on that note, boys and girls, we're going to take our second and final commercial break, and we'll be back with the news. Because there's kind of some news. I don't know. <laughs> eh. All right, we're back. All right, guys. So first up, as JD already (laughs) alluded to, we got some set pictures leaked for the upcoming Flashpoint movie. The one that everyone's talking... I mean, obviously, yes, there were pictures of Michael Keaton dressed up like 
Bruce Wayne. To be fair, this that picture of Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne is nowhere in this article. Oh, you're right. It's not. I just so grabbed. I was I, not spoiling. It was not spoiling. I grabbed the first one. I assumed all the pictures were in here. We got a but the pictures that everyone is talking about is of course of Supergirl. Of what's the actress's name playing no Supergirl? Idea. Oh uh, shoot, I can't. I can't. I can't find the Kersley Clemens. Oh no, no, she's playing Iris. She's West. playing Iris. Yeah. Yes. Who's playing Supergirl? Well, you look that up. So everyone is talking about these pictures, which it's funny because. I see people complaining about the pictures and then people loving the pictures. Now, there's a version of Supergirl in the comics that has short, dark hair like this, and that is what her costume looks like in the comics. This is the Supergirl from Injustice. Sasha Cal is... That's, that's the actress's name? I guess so, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so it's her in costume, and she looks like okay. the Injustice version of Supergirl. Yeah, like, that's what she looks like. Spot on. Yeah, so it's probably the most comic accurate thing they've done way more than this flash costume that i have to keep looking at yeah hate that thing yeah it looks like it looks like he should be he should be clinking all the way down the road as he runs tin man yeah well it's funny because people are complaining because she's not blonde and it's like because this is that's not that supergirl this is not kara zor-el right Mm -hmm. this is a different version of supergirl Mm -hmm. like yeah i don't know why people are are getting bent out of shape over us we just because they're comic fans what else do we do like we just spent a half hour talking about multiverses this is this is literally the exact same story right yes it's the same exact story this is a multiversal because we got we have freaking michael keaton playing batman like this is a different universe i hate you nerds (laughs) stop saying you hate our audience this is not no to be fair this isn't our audience these are other nerds like our audience we have smart intelligent if you listen to this show you're a smart intelligent fan you are not these stupid people that are upset over the dark-haired supergirl and don't know that the supergirl is from is from injustice gods among us like you are not this dumb superhero speak listener it's you every other people who aren't listening to the show that you need that you're stupid and i hate you Uh, (laughs) the the other interesting thing in the pictures is Ezra Miller, they point out, if you look closely, is wearing the flash ring. You know, oh. the one where the costume pops out of. How do you do that with an armored costume? Hey, exactly. <laughs> that is an excellent question. One that I don't have an answer for, to be honest with you. You know, I'm, I, was, I always thought the ring was kind of silly anyway, because, like, why would you, if it's a secret identity, why would you walk around with a flash ring on? It's an anachronism from the fifties, you know. Yeah, it is. So, what if the suit? What if the suit doesn't actually live in the costume? What if this? I'm in sorry. The ring? What if the suit doesn't live in the ring? What if the ring is more of like an Easter egg? Oh, it probably is. But then some function, then something with a function. You know? I I'd like to know where the Flash suit comes from and how it functions because we didn't get any sort but, of origin about that. I mean, they do it in the TV show. He we did get the TV show. We have plenty of it in the TV show, but in this movie, no, no. But this... I'm saying he he now has the ring that the costume comes out of. Oh, in the does TV it? Show. I, yeah. I just meant like the the the. Oh, what's his name? Ezra Miller, bat a uh, Flash costume. Like we got no origin. Like he's got this Tony Stark level suit that we don't yeah. know where it came from. How did he develop it on? How his did own? a kid living on his own with his dad in prison do this? Yes, build like I who, like who, they... who was getting jobs in a in a dog watching store or whatever. Like... Right. 
Pet stores, what we call pet that. Uh, <laughs> like, no, but I mean, at least the, both the John Ship version and the Grant Gustin version, we got it from Star Labs. So if he gets it from Star Labs, I am fine. Just tell me he got it from Star Labs. Well, it's, yeah. it's, it, isn't that the same conundrum as uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man suit? Huge conundrum. Where the hell did that thing come from? Yes. Yeah. Because yep. in the, in the Tobey Maguire Superman or Spider-Man, they have the opportunity. He's doing the wrestling thing. Promoter gives him the suit. Right. It makes sense. They avoided that. I don't know why. Never made sense to me. Yeah, yes. but the suit, the Tom Holland suit, the original suit made makes more sense. sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Because it's, yeah. you know, it was just some kid and he put together what he what he could yeah. find. Yeah, absolutely. That made yeah. sense. Like when they get these ornate, like I get where Batman gets it from. He's rich. Mm-hmm. Where did you mean like, you know, Superman, it was his, it was his whatever, cape, bath, like a swaddling cloth. These other people, where do you get it from? Where? Well, I mean, at least they took... I will say this in the amazing Spider-Man movies where they over explain things and ruined origins. They did take a lot of time to show how he put the suit together. So. They did. They did. So literally all they had to do was have the promoter go, just have him go, Hey, come back next time. Here's a better suit. Hmm. Nothing else has to change. Cause that's literally what Stan Lee did. That is literally from amazing fantasy 15. Yeah, that's true. I don't, I don't know why they didn't do it. It's weird. It's been bugging me for 20 years. Dave, thanks for mentioning that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm here for it's only been 19 years by the way it bothered me in the trailer oh. <laughs> yeah you knew in the trailer they weren't going to explain where the suit came from speaking of suits speaking of suits oh is this a segue i'm segueing. <laughs> ah yes we very, got... very nice very good thank you yes we got our first look at the new shazam suits for shazam 2 what do we call them I can't, the Mar- I can't say the Marvel family anymore. Right, they're not the they're not the Marvel family. They I don't know what else to call them though. That's a that's a good question. The no Shazam family. Idea. That sounds terrible. Yeah, it does. So so I mean I don't know. Did we need costume redesigns? I know that they that's what they do in Hollywood. They're they pretty they're pretty subtle. They, they, they don't bother me. Yeah, though it does look like what's the actor who plays Shazam? Zachary Levi. Zachary yeah. Levi. It does look like he. It doesn't look like he's got fake muscles on underneath anymore. No, he looks. Yeah, I agree with that he actually looks pretty jacked in this suit. Yeah. So even if it is fake muscles, it's better fake muscles. Yes. Yes. True. <laughs> but someone else said this on another podcast where they were talking about the the, the reveals. There was actually originally uh, set photos leaked of Zachary Levi, and then they released this official photo of all of them. You said this originally, JD. It's like it's what a kid would think a superhero looks yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. Which is literally what they are. So. Works yeah, me. That makes sense. Yeah. So I need to uh, comment on just how amazing the Mary Marvel costume is. <laughs> looks fantastic. Uh-huh. Really? It does. It, yes, it does. It looks fantastic. She looks spectacular in it. Like, it's awesome. It's well done. <laughs> I can say it without being perverted about it. Like, I mean, she I looks know. great in the suit. Like, it's a great looking suit. Mary Marvel is a very iconic character and she looks fantastic. She looks gorgeous. She looks, you know, great in the character outfit. Well done, DC. These outfits look great. What's Although I forget the name of the one next to her. It looks a little too Black Adam for me. They sh- I don't think they should have gone with black. And it's probably not black. That looks like navy blue or something. Oh, yeah, it's you're right. It's really dark. But it photographs is black, which is probably the issue because now I'm looking at this and I think I think of Black Adam. Ah, uh-huh. who's the actress who's playing Mary Marvel? I'm looking that up right it's now. It's Michelle Bar- Borth. What do, what do I know her from? Michelle Borth. I don't know. I looked her up a while back and it's been like, oh, let's see, No Good Deed. I don't think. I've... She is not a young woman. She is in her 40s. Yep. That's, she looks great in the Mary Marvel outfit. Is it even Mary Marvel? 
Like again, I don't know. We I assume they're not going to call. Yeah, the no, they're not calling him that. No, yeah, I don't see. Like, there's really nothing in here that like was like mainstream, right? Right. There are a couple of movies, but Conrad, Michelle, Devious Nanny, playing it straight. They all. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm okay with it. it looks good. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking at the they have the two. I got, I'm on uh, the Twitter page and I see the two costumes back to back from the last movie and this movie. They, they they're an upgrade actually. I'm okay with this. They look yeah, awesome. they all look good. Yeah. Let's see. She's 42. She's from New Jersey. I'm not looking at her. <laughs> Is she single? I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Just, I'm, not, I'm not on her Tinder profile. <laughs> I was just commenting on the suit and that she looks. Good oh, in the oh, suit. oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. She looks good in the suit. <laughs> <laughs> My lord. Sorry. My God, people. Ugh. Stop it. Sorry, I've been single too long. All right, let's... <laughs> Captain Marvel... Are they going to call him Shazam Jr.? Like... Oh, that hurts. I know. It doesn't, like... Anyway, the costumes look great. Thanks. The let's co- let's, yeah, let's the get co- off this, this line no, of thought. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, hold on. These are, actually, are interesting questions. Because, I mean, like, we're seeing pictures of them. They look great. But, I mean, without those names, what are they? And, if I, if, and again, I haven't read Shazam in a long time, so someone can correct me on this. I, I'd appreciate IMDB it. Has, it, has it listed as Superhero Mary. Yeah, I saw that. And it does... That, I really hope that's and superhero Pedro and like right. uh, and so on and so forth. Cannot go with that. Like I want to know what they're going to call them, and I'm wondering because that's that's an important that is a legit question because right, they are the Marvel family. So what right. do you call them when you can't call them the Marvel family? Because they mm. kind of just throw that they were just kind of thrown in at the end Big of time the movie. Throwing. Yeah. So there's no need to have like superhero names at that point. But now they're going to have like yeah, it was almost a throwaway scene with them there, but now Very. they're they're going to be in there a lot. So Yeah, they seem to have invested in it. So I'm just I'm wondering what they are. Hmm. Cuz I don't I don't know what they're called in the comics to be honest with you. Uh, do this even, does this even exist as this and like this in the comics? I'm not 100% sure. As oh. I haven't read get you <sighs> I'm right. going to avoid all those. For the YouTube fans, you see what I'm talking about. I want credit for not taking the easy joke, and I'm just going to let it lie. <laughs> right, that John is doing his Dr. Evil impression? That's one set of jokes we can go with. Oh, I know what you're going for. No, it's a, it, let, let's just say that, you know, in this time of COVID, we've learned that cats really like to hog the spotlight and you know, John, John, we have learned that at the time. John, COVID. stop playing with your pussy. All right, let's move on. You know, you didn't have to. Oh, wow. Your cat really loves you. Of course he does. He's we, just, uh, he's just giving him. you kisses all over the place. You know what? You know what? Speaking of love, that, you know, there's a thing on the internet called shipping. When there they, is a that is a thing. And they put two characters together. And I didn't. I've heard this before, but I didn't realize it was still a thing. There, that, there are uh, things that should not be done. Apparently, Falcon and Bucky have been shipped. But but why? Uh, why internet? Why? I've, I've actually heard two two different. Uh, I've actually heard two very interesting takes on this argument from, you know, from from the uh, uh, the well, LBGT before, community and from the non. You know. So hold on. Interesting. Get we'll get to the, your yeah your, your your point in a second. So Anthony Mackey was asked about this in a recent interview, and here's what he actually had to say: So many things are twisted and convoluted. They're so many things that people latch onto with their own devices to make themselves relevant and rational. The idea of two guys being friends Mm -hmm. and loving each other in 2021 is a problem because of the exploitation of homosexuality. It used to be guys can be friends. We can hang out and it was cool. You would always meet your friends at the bar. You know, you can't do that anymore because something as pure and beautiful as 
homosexuality has been exploited by people who are trying to rationalize themselves. And the the internet blew up and threw a lot of hate at Anthony Mackie for saying that. He didn't have to. He didn't have to word it that way. I mean, I get where he was. I there's some. Oh boy, there's things I agree with because like it seems like every male friendship needs to be like quote unquote shipped. So uh-huh. like there's a thing like what guys cannot be friends. So right. I get I get that part of the argument. But at the same time, I read a different. I read a you know a gay commenter on Twitter saying sorry for we're so underrepresented that we're trying to see ourselves in 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 popular culture we're sorry that offends you and i read it like i'm like you know what he's got a good point so you know i I understand both sides of the argument i I get that i get that but then my reverse argument to that is also trying to say that so you're saying that you can't have a platonic friend like Um, no it's not i don't think they're saying there's things we don't get anything we don't get it so like we have to find things because we don't they don't do they don't serve us and i understand i understand his argument and i don't I agree with, I agree that you should be able, the thing of the matter is like all male relationships are portrayed as just friendships and people do see stuff that isn't there because it's not portrayed any other way. And I'm like, you know what? That's a good point. That's a good point. It is. There, see, the thing is that on the internet, like at, in anime, there is an entire genre called yaoi, which is basically, you know, two male friends, better than better than friends right mm-hmm. yeah you know, which is as opposed to yuri which is two women friends yeah you know, whatever <laughs> but the thing is like the shipping is like in, in in anime and the the geek subculture shipping is like huge like there's somebody's always if if you get two guys that are friends in a in an anime for like half a second there's gonna be you know your reddit's going to blow up with with ships for it you know like there's always, and there are, there are more, there, there are ships that are m- way more popular than others. So it's not like, I mean, I get, I get where he's coming from, but it's the internet. Let people, you know, let, I, I, I don't have. It was something that Anthony Mackie didn't need to spend any time on. Right. Yeah. Right. It was a needless, he created a needless debate that would only make him look bad, which is yeah. unfortunate. Yeah, and you know you could, and there's no way you're going to stop it. It's not like you can't oh. call it because because it's just there's I don't just think, too many people in the world, too many different points of view. You're going to get a subculture like that, and and it, that's fine. It, and people are allowed to critique. It's actually things yeah. Where they want, and my, so. and my thought my thought process is is a question you can't win. It doesn't matter. No. The, the reporter asked the question, and then it's like it doesn't matter what he how he answered it. People were going to attack him. Period. Oh, that's, that's true. Yeah, it's it's a time bomb question. It's absolutely a time bomb question. Yeah, because that's you how know, the he, internet works. He tried to be as diplomatic as possible. He really just said, "Oh man, people can say what people can say whatever they want in the internet, and just leave it alone." And even that would have yeah. gotten them in trouble. There's just there's no way that would answer less, the. That would have been less trouble. It would have been less trouble because yeah. he would have been people would have called him a chicken for dodging the question. But you know what? It, yeah. it goes. It goes. But that goes away, right? It's mm-hmm. like, do you see the John Cena thing? Like John Cena accidentally referred to Taiwan as a country. Oh, oh yeah, the China. And then he had to make an apology well, in Mandarin. And, and they yeah, went after it him. It is, but the Chinese went after him. So then John Cena had to get on Twitter and into a video where he's apologizing in Mandarin for acknowledging that, that a country disgusting. exists. Oh, yeah, it's the biggest puss move of all time. So, I mean, people from across the political spectrum came together to agree that John Cena was a giant weenie that day. Yes. So it was yeah. the one thing that's united our country is everybody was, was disgusted by John Cena. John Cena, yes. His lack of testicles. Like, it's just like, 
that you can't win. Like you cannot win. That's why it's best just to go, oh yeah, it's whatever. You know, people, yeah, it's whatever. Well, and the problem is, is that, you know, the people that write his checks taught him to do that because they do business with huge, China. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Oh, for John Cena. Yeah, absolutely. But he just never should have said anything about Taiwan in general. Was he right? Yes. But then it's going to, because now Fast and Furious is going to do terrible in China and they're going to lose a lot of money because of that. Is it right? Absolutely not. Did mm-hmm. he do himself any favors? Nope. No. Not a single one. Not and you a know who look, does does Universal look bad in all this? Nope. Who looks does China look bad any worse than ever? Nope. nope. They're still they're still in a net zero horrible. position. Yep. They still what they are. And mm-hmm. John Cena looks like a giant bitch. That's the only person that lost out on this. Yep. So again, when you're an actor, you can't win. That's why no, you bet you you're better win. off just going be like David Lynch. Never do interviews. Never talk about well, what you do. I mean, it's so funny anything. too, right? Because like, like we live in a world where we're surrounded by media now, and everyone wants their soundbite and all that Absolutely. crap. And it's just like, yeah, it's that's it, the it, drawback, though. When you're looking for a soundbite, sometimes you give it. it. But but you know that if 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 he had switched places with Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne Johnson would have told China to go screw themselves. Dwayne Johnson, I don't know. I don't I think don't he would. Have. I, don't I, don't think he would. I think he would. No, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson does not make those mistakes. I think. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. You also got to uh, get a better PR person that can lay a bunch of questions not to ask you. Because for years, Tom Cruise never got asked about his goofy religion until he got worse PR people, and then they struck like vipers. Uh, Granted, like that's an easy target, though. That is super soft, easy. Target. That's a soft target. Super right easy target. <laughs> but then you sit when your PR person knows it's an easy target. He goes, "You will not ask him about this, or we will never do your show again." Mm. That's what PR people are supposed to do. PR people are supposed to protect stupid celebrities from looking stupid in front of massive amounts of people because celebrities can't help but look stupid. Yes. But again, I'm who sure. all of us wouldn't if we were if if the Think about how many stupid things we we do a show. That's our gimmick. We say stupid shit. Exactly. Like that's literally what we do. But imagine if like people took put any value or stock in what we said, <laughs> we'd be screwed. Oh, we right? would have been canceled a long time Years ago. ago. And we like, also would have started a whole bunch of rumors, but <laughs> we've tried. None of them have caught on. I'm still mm-hmm. have I still have hope. Uh, but that's the thing is like these guys can't win no matter what they say. And Anthony Mackie clearly tried to tiptoe around the subject he really didn't want to talk about, but had thoughts. And that's right. the problem with having thoughts. It's like you're screwed. so we're not allowed to think. Is that, no, that, no, no more thinking. No more think. I mean, like that's the problem. It's like it's a but if they set booby traps for you. That question yeah. was just to get him in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it right. Was. And but but at the same time, the counter argument makes sense too. Yes, we're going to see this and stuff because we're not represented anywhere. And you got to go. Yeah, you're right. You're not. So I get it. But at the same time, it's like well, you know, that's not what we're doing. And they go, oh, well, why isn't it what you're doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way to win. There's no way to win. That's why representation is important. So we don't have to have these arguments. Yes. Hmm. Or good PR people. One or the other. Better PR people. It's amazing Marvel let them screw that up, to be quite honest with you. Because <laughs> Disney usually does mm-hmm. have the best PR people. Yes. This is true. Or they just buy the country that's giving them from. Not China. <laughs> having its success buying China. Not yet. We're trying. Well, no, China's going to buy us. That's a whole other story. All right. It's possible. And last but not least, Carrie Fisher has gotten a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and Mark Hamill did the uh, induction for it. 
I cannot believe that she didn't have one before. Now. Me that's, too. I was thinking the same thing. Exactly. That, that's why I brought this article up. I was shocked that she didn't have one either. It's that um, seems like a no brainer with everything that's because she was a writer. She was a director. She I, was but an actress. I, it, it might've been because she never took any guff from anybody. That's possible. She's like threatened directors, which, and rightfully so in certain cases, you know, like, so, so I mean, there was one that uh, a few years ago, I was shocked. I, w- I was shocked, but then when I like thought about it, I'm like, it makes sense. Adam West just got one right before he died, actually. Adam West, I kind of get because like right, after Batman went off the like, air, like, like he kind of exactly. like know, what else did he do besides Batman? Family Guy, you know, and that was in the night that was in the late nineties, early two thousands. Right, right, exactly. So, I, so I get that. Right, but Carrie Fisher's like yes, everyone knows her as Princess <sighs> Leia, but she's done a lot of other stuff too. She wrote, she directed, like she did a lot. Yeah, yeah, I was shocked that the, that she did not have one. I'm glad she does now because that's that's definitely that's definitely well deserved you know yes so oh yeah i mean you know she's missed. john has one can you hmm? know how you have a star on the walk of fame yeah what oh i, I you, we got it for you like a couple years ago didn't i tell you oh you mean the one What's that you drew on crayon <laughs> yes you drew crayon on the i had someone go out to california and, and write his name on one of the um, stars when i was when i was 15, 14 or 15, I forget what age, we went to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio, and it was when the OJ thing was all going on. Uh-huh. And like his his bust had not been like shined, so it looked creepy. And like they kind of like turned down the light because they all had like a, a light that shined down uh-huh. it. OJ's did not because again, this was like when the trial was like getting going. And huh. then that weekend, that's weekend is the weekend it got stolen. So that we were there like 94. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that was like the same weekend that it got taken from all my dad jokes. Like, did you take that when I wasn't looking? I'm like, I wish I thought of that. Like that'd have been really, that'd have been really funny. Uh, yeah. It, like it was so weird. Cause that's actually 26 years ago. Then yeah. Wow. I'm old. Like <laughs> it made me think of that. I don't know why <laughs> the idea of the idea of John having a star on the walk of fame made me think of OJ Simpson. <laughs> I really don't appreciate that. that I don't blame you. (laughs) If you're mad at me, I get it. I'll I'll, I'll accept it. I love the the comparison. John is our OJ. I don't know. I don't know why I thought that. I don't know where it came from, but I thought it was a good story. uh, All right. Do you have a white Bronco in the driveway? No, no, I do not. You ever see a 30 for 30 documentary? Where it was about that, I forget the date in nineteen in uh, nineteen ninety four, where it was like the OJ Bronco escape. It was like Game Seven of the World Series, and like some big NBA game that I forget off the top of my head. And it's this it's this documentary. Where there's no interviews. It's just editing like news clips of the day. And the Masters was going on. It's just editing news clips of the day to tell this narrative story about this one day in American history and how bonkers it was. I was huh. in Dallas, Texas when that happened. I, I, it just, it's one of those, I don't know why, but it's one of those things where you just remember it, oh, yeah, I was it was home. so big. Yeah. I was at home watching it on my TV. I, yeah. I totally remember like it was like, it was literally one of like the most important days in like America, like pop culture, American history, definitely in the 1990s. And it's a, it's a fascinating documentary if nothing else than for the production element of it. And for the life of me, I cannot remember the title. Yeah. And it's real sad for the police squad movies. Yeah, those movies don't age. The Naked Gun movies, they don't age nearly as well as they used to. Yeah. Oh, I just forget who he is. Pretend Norberg. We don't, need, we don't need Norberg. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or if they can cut him out. <laughs> or digitally added someone else in. Hey, why not? We're doing that with everyone else now. Why not with OJ? Take him out. 
35th. I'm going to look up this thing so I can give the recommend. That'll be my recommendation for the week. Okay, we'll see. There you go. That was all the news for the week. So let's wrap this up with recommendations. And John, you can start. I don't know. You know, again, like it's it's been, it's it, we're kind of between seasons on on a lot of stuff. Go see Loki. It's it's well worth it. It's just the, the Marvel stuff keeps getting better. It's all I've got for now. And we're, we're going to do the, the book, the next book in the Dresden series next uh, full moon. Next, yeah. next week. Cool. We, Looking yes. forward to it. You better be. I'm listening to it. Yeah, me too. All right, I'm JD. reading it. <laughs> I don't have the time to read these books. I like to have James. I, I can listen while I go on my walks. Um, yes. Yeah. And I'm dr- I have a long drive this week, so I'm very excited about that. There you go. Yeah. The movie is called, it's kind of funny actually, June 17th, 1994, which is only four days after you know, the 26th anniversary is four days after we're recording this. So, yes, this is a 30 for 30 documentary by Brett Morgan, phenomenal documentary filmmaker. That's about this one amazing day. And like, I guess you want to say sports history, but it's also more like American pop culture history. That's it, it kind of revolves around the OJ story. But it's also oh, Arnold Palmer played his last round at the Masters. The FIFA FIFA World Cup started off in Chicago. Patrick Ewing was playing in the Garden. And Donald Fear stepped down from the baseball owners. I mean, this is like a crazy day where so much happened. And, and, and everything got eclipsed. Everything got eclipsed by OJ, but it was bouncing back and getting, it was bouncing back and forth. And the way the stories kind of overlap each other and how, how the film, it's just pure editing, which is a, as a video editor, I really like how it was put together because there's no, there's no interviews, right? There was nothing that was shot for this movie. Hmm. It's just editing. It's just editing news clips and sports center and game footage. It's brilliant. It's such a good movie. June 17th, 1994. Wow. Cool. All right. Well, I will recommend that you go to superheroespeak.com where you can find not only the podcast every week, and not only comic book reviews by our good friend D-Square and links to all our social media at the top of the page, but post it today and there'll be more stuff coming. But we at Superhero Speak got an exclusive. This is an exclusive for Superhero Speak. First look at Captain America, the first 80 years. It is a book that is coming out from Titan Comics. And they gave us some images and an excerpt from the book that has been published on our website. So head on over to SuperheroSpeak.com if that interests you and check it out. The book comes out July 13th and it'll be available on booksellers everywhere. You can pre-order it now on Amazon. And and yeah, it looks pretty good. It does look really cool. I was looking at the preview. Like I definitely want to read this when it comes out. It looks really neat. Yes. So yeah, we have a couple more things that dropped in our inbox that we'll start making sure we publish those on the website. Very cool. And and yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to second you guys here with the, you know, check out Full Moon, the second book in the Dresden Files. If you like James Marsters, do the audiobook. That's what I'm doing. And I just do his the, voice in my head when I'm reading it. I don't blame you. I get it. And <laughs> we will be discussing that next week on the podcast. So until then, as always, thanks for hanging out. Don't let your cape get caught in the door. Have a good week. <laughs>